I'm sure you've heard people talking about mindfulness and all of these different mindfulness practices. How does this apply to your life? Do you think you need it? Well, let me ask you this. Do you ever wake up feeling stressed out already? Like you're running in a hamster wheel and constantly going, going, going and not stopping only to do it again the following day. If you answered yes, if you are somebody who puts your head down on the pillow at the end of the night thinking, oh man, ugh, 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 and then in the morning you're like, ugh, ugh, again, you need this. So sit back, relax, and let's talk about mindfulness. Welcome to Get Intentional with Mary. This podcast is for the busy woman who appreciates working hard and also playing hard. This show will focus on lifestyle, entrepreneurship, wellness, amazing interviews, and what every woman needs to live a successful and fulfilled life. Be sure to subscribe, share with friends, and leave a review. Now let's get on with today's topic. First, let's talk about what mindfulness is. Mindfulness is all about being in the present moment and really paying attention to what's going on around you, what's in front of you, who's with you, as well as your own thoughts and feelings. It's kind of like meditation and it comes from ancient Buddhist practices. But nowadays, people from all over the world and all walks of life feel less stressed and more in tune with themselves when they practice mindfulness. So this is a practice that can be adopted by anyone under any circumstance. When you practice mindfulness, you're learning to be fully present. And this actually can take a little bit more time if you're the type of person who is always on the go. Don't judge your thoughts or feelings and, you know, just go with the flow. This can help you feel less stressed, think more clearly, understand your emotions better, and just feel happier overall. You can practice mindfulness in different ways, like sitting down for a meditation session, doing little exercises throughout the day, or simply by being present and focused during your daily activities. And one of the reasons why I wanted to bring this topic to you is because If you're anything like me, and that is somebody who has a lot of stuff going on, different things that you're juggling throughout the day, be it your career or your business or motherhood or sisterhood or daughterhood or wifehood, whatever it is that you have going on, I know that sometimes we don't take the time to just stop and be. Wake up in the morning bounce out of bed, and right away you're thinking about the next thing that you're supposed to do while you're doing the thing. So you're constantly thinking ahead, not stopping to take stock of how it is that you're feeling, how you might be behaving, how it is that you're thinking, how you're reacting to situations, people, circumstances around you. And the reason why this is important is because you end up feeling frazzled throughout the day and By the end of the day, you might feel heavy. You might feel overtired. Think about this. For anyone who's a mom, I know any mom can relate to this. You have a kid, a little toddler, and you know that that toddler is supposed to go to bed or for a nap at a certain time. What happens if for whatever reason you completely overshoot that nap time? You know that you're going to be in for a rude awakening. You know that you're going to be in for a certain level of frustration. You know what's about to happen. Yeah, you're about to open up a can of crying and a meltdown because the child did not take the time to nap. Now, you're an adult. Maybe you're not going to throw a tantrum, but maybe your nervous system is completely out of whack. 
Maybe you're not able to sleep soundly throughout the night. Maybe your immune system begins to suffer. Maybe you feel drained the next day and you have to do it all over again. This is why it's important to just stop. And I know it sounds like something that is so minuscule, but it can really impact you in such a huge way. Why do we relate this to entrepreneurship? Because we are going, going, going throughout the day with all of our responsibilities, all of our life responsibilities. And then on top of that, we have to think about our business responsibilities, whether or not we are creating content for social media, whether or not we are networking or following up with people or creating proposals or going to meetings. It's a lot when you think about it. If you write down all the things that you have to do in one day, I promise you that you're going to have a long list. Where in that list is your self-care? Where in that list is the time that you stop to practice a little mindfulness? So today, this is what I want to talk to you about. And I'm going to also teach you how to do this in a way that is not going to add more stress and overwhelm. However, it will definitely change the way that you view your day. It'll change the way that you react to certain circumstances. It will change the way that you interact with other people around you. It'll change your life, quite honestly, for the better. So let's get on with this. Some of the mindfulness practices that you might already be aware of are meditation, are perhaps just sitting quietly on a bench in a park and just looking at the clouds pass by, or perhaps some sort of yoga or deep breathing. And another one is also doing a body scan. So let's talk about first just being still. You don't have to sit for an hour in order to practice mindfulness. You can do this wherever you are, whether you're standing at the checkout line at Costco or Trader Joe's, you can take a moment to just look around you. Don't look at your phone. How many times do you see people just immersed in their phone? And what happens when we do this is that we are making our brain work. We are constantly focused on something that that doesn't really bring anything meaningful to our lives. Scrolling without intention, reading the news. One thing that I do sometimes that I catch myself doing is just looking at the headlines for the news. Why? Because sometimes I'm so busy throughout the day that I just need a break and I grab my phone and I start looking and I start scrolling aimlessly. So when I catch myself doing that, I put the phone down. Instead, I might walk outside maybe play with the dogs a little bit, maybe go upstairs and sit on my bed or maybe just even lie down. Or maybe I'll just close my laptop and just sit here in my office looking at my plants and taking notice of all the different patterns of these leaves, of all these beautiful exotic plants that I have here. That's a form of mindfulness. It's being present. I heard this amazing quote from Jay Shetty. And I don't recall who it was that told him this quote, but I do remember how it made me feel. And I've made it a point to mention it a few times. And the quote is, be where your feet are. Take a look at your feet. Where are you? What's around you? What do you feel? What do you smell? Involve all the senses. That's what mindfulness is. You don't have to sit there again and notice your surroundings for an hour. It only takes a few minutes or a few seconds. Even if you can do this for a few seconds, you're already inviting a different way of thinking and a different way of being. And it's going to open the doors for you 
to also teach this to the people that you love, to the people around you. But most importantly, it's going to put you in such a good place that no matter what goes on during your day, you know that you get back to yourself. You know that you have this practice, a practice that will allow your brain to just take a break. You need your mind to rest. Your mind is constantly working from the moment you are conscious to the moment where you drift off to sleep. It's constantly focusing on different things and trying to figure out different ways of doing this or that or thinking about past conversations or maybe you're thinking about some sort of issue that you might be having that has you worried. Take a moment to just be. And then, of course, this can lead into meditation. When you get more comfortable with that, being in the present moment, being where your feet are, you can begin to close your eyes and just be the observer of your thoughts, as they say, to just take a moment to think about the way that you're breathing. So when we meditate, we involve a little bit more intention into what we're doing. We are super intentional with just being still and being quiet. So this is where that body scan comes in. And you don't have to involve the body scan only when you're meditating. You can do it at any point in time to analyze how you're feeling in the moment, whether or not you're clenching your fists or your jaw, whether your forehead is all scrunched up, whether you need to relax your eyelids, even relaxing your eyelids. That's something that we don't think about sometimes. There are times I'll tell you when my eyes feel tight, they legit feel tight. I have so much going on right now with my business and with doing all the things that I have to do throughout the day that sometimes I spend so much time in front of the computer and my eyes just feel so tight. So it's important for me to just sit back on my chair, close my eyes and just do a body scan relaxing the shoulders, paying attention to the way that I'm breathing, whether your breath is shallow or not, that's okay. You pay attention to how you're breathing in the moment, whether you're holding tension in your legs. So doing the body scan is just that. Think about this beam of light in front of you, just scanning you from head to toe. And as the light begins to scan you, you begin to relax those areas of your body that are being scanned. That's what the body scan is all about. To know where you are and how you're feeling, how much tension you're holding and to relax. We need that in our lives. And then we go into our breathing. There are so many wonderful breathing techniques. We talk about the balanced breathing, which is when you breathe in and out for the same amount of time. And then there's the box breathing where you breathe in, you hold your breath for four seconds, and then you exhale for four seconds, and then you hold again for four seconds before you breathe in again for four seconds. Think about it as a box. Doing this type of breathing is something that is incredibly beneficial when you're under a certain amount of stress, when you are having a hard time focusing. So what you do is you bring your awareness and your focus to your breath so that you don't have to think about anything else. You just focus on the breath. The other form of breathing is the four, seven, eight type breathing, where you take a deep breath for four seconds, you hold it for seven seconds, and then you exhale slowly for eight seconds as if you were breathing out or blowing through a straw, a very thin straw, like one of those cocktail straws that they give you at the bar. 
doing this goes a little bit deeper because now you have to think about when you're breathing in, how long you're holding the breath for, and how long you are breathing out for. Focusing on the breath in this way is going to allow your nervous system to just reset itself. So you're going to calm down no matter what you're going through, perhaps before a difficult conversation or before you start doing something that you know is going to take up a lot of energy. Just take a moment to do that body scan, to focus on the breath, and then you're going to take action. Doing these very simple exercises, not just once, but as often as necessary, is going to help you to achieve that balance, to find that harmony between all the things that you have going on. So if you think about it this way, when you go from task to task without a break, it's almost like there are no links in between those train cars. You see, I'm very big on visualizing things. And if I think of a train, for example, the train of my life, it can be as long as I want it to be or as short as I want it to be. And if I want to be able to turn corners and go to different places, I need to make sure that those links are nice and lubricated so that my train can continue to go on flawlessly without any issues. And those links are those mindfulness moments, those meditation moments, those moments when I take the time. Because in between everything that I do, I have to take the time to decompress. I have to be able to look at my environment to see what else I can do to help myself, what else I can do to take care of myself, my mind and my body. That's what keeps my train of life going is one cart linked to another car and linked to another car. And in between that, I have a very well lubricated link that is I know is not going to snap because what we want to do is we want to be able to continue on with what we have. Yeah, there are times you might have to let a cart go here and there. And that's just part of life. So, but there are times when I want to hold on to certain things and I want to make sure that I'm able to handle it all and have that harmony in between all of those things. And that to me is what the harmony is all about. It's not about balancing this or that or giving priority to one thing over another. It's about being able to do all the things in the way that works for me. And I want the same for you. I want you to be able to find that harmony, to have that beautiful train that goes on and on and on and works beautifully. And it gets you from one location to the other. So what does that look like for you? What does having that harmony between all the things that you have going on look like for you? Do you stop at all to pause in between tasks? Do you ask yourself questions? Do you do a body scan? Do you do any sort of breath work? Think about how these little tips that I'm giving you, think about how that's going to impact your life. And if you're already putting some of these things into practice, kudos to you. But hopefully I gave you something new to try. Hopefully you will pick up on one of these tips and you will make them your own. Maybe you'll have your own visualization. Maybe you have your own way of meditating. Maybe for you, it's all about the fitness part of things where you get to de-stress by moving. And that's totally great. I mean, I am a Zumba instructor and personal trainer after all. So for me, movement is a huge, huge part of my self-care. 
I blend that together with my mindfulness practice. I share this with my participants in class, with my clients. And sometimes we pick up on these things. We may realize that somebody that we're talking to has their own way of practicing mindfulness. And maybe we pick up another thing or two that we can do along the way. But it all works together for your good, as long as you're aware and as long as you want to get to the point where you put your head down on that pillow at the end of the day and you feel grateful, you feel fulfilled, you feel that you were able to do as much as you could within your limits and that you are happy with that, that you're content with that that you feel accomplished, no matter what got done or didn't get done, you feel accomplished at the end of the day. And the next morning when you wake up and you get out of bed, you're going to be ready to take on your day because you already know what to do. You're going to start off with that mindfulness practice, with that gratitude practice, with that breath work. You're going to know exactly what to do when somebody cuts you off on the highway and you just take a nice deep breath and you just let it go. And that's what it's all about too. It's, it's being able to just let go of the things that no longer serve you. What good is it for you to get frustrated because somebody did something or said something or acted in a way that you didn't like? You know, all you can do is control you. All you can do is focus on you, focus on the way that you think and focus on the way that you behave. That's all you can do. So there you have it, my friends. Mindfulness 101. Remember, be where your feet are, pay attention to where your feet take you, pay attention to the people that you surround yourself with. What is it that they bring to your life? Are they enriching your life? If not, it might be time to let go of some of those cars in that train. So I hope that you enjoyed this episode. If you did, by all means, send me a message or if you see me in person, let me know what you thought. And if you have any ideas on any other topic that you would like me to share that could benefit you or someone you love, send me a message as well. You can find my information in the show notes. You can find me all over social media as well. Until next time. That is it for today, my friend. Thank you for being here. See you next time on Get Intentional with Mary.